You're listening to the official Alive Festival podcast. Each episode will give you an inside look into the Christian music and festival industry. And you'll hear from some of the most influential people we work with throughout the year. Thanks for listening. So I'm here with Dave with uh, Sidewalk Profits. Yes. You guys have been on Wonder Jam for how many weeks now? Um, this is our 27th, 28th show. How are and you doing? And 48 total. <laughs> doing okay. I'm having like some vocal things. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but God's good, man. He gets us through. I had the guys pray over me and uh, getting up on stage. We got one more one more day on the road and then we were home for like four days. So that's nice. That's yeah. what's great about Winter Jam. You're on the road usually Thursday through Sunday. But uh, but it's it's great. We yeah. get some, then we get some time at home. So. Awesome. When you go home, what do you do to unwind? Um, you know, I, I try to rest, sleep in my own bed is a beautiful thing. Uh, uh, we, and the, I love playing video games too. My, um, my little brother lives in town too, so we'll get together and have like a guy's night of, uh, playing. Like we played phase 10, like that felt like a college thing to do, but we're back to doing that, uh, with me and my roommates and my brother and, and, uh, his wife actually cooked for us, which, so it felt, it felt totally like college if we were, if we had really good food. Cause in college, all you got is ramen noodles, but, but, uh, no, it's, it's great. I mean, uh, those are those are some of the things we do, but uh, but man, I loved. My dad's a, a theater manager um, in in Indiana, so I, I grew up with free movies. So I love the movies and and uh, yeah, anything. Yeah. Listening to music. Sometimes you forget that when you make music, uh, to go back and just take time and listen mm. to the music that, that inspired you. Mm. And uh, and I was doing that just today in my bunk on my on the bus. And, and man, Sarah Groves. Have you ever heard of Sarah Groves? You I know, love Sarah Groves. She's amazing. She's amazing. Once again, oh. re-inspired by her awesome. today. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's awesome. So, what are the music besides Sarah Groves inspired you? <laughs> Everything. Yeah, I love it today. We're right the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and some of the guys got to go today. I'd been before, but I mean, I loved. I I grew up on Billy Joel and and, and the Beatles and and so many um, so many bands. My my dad exposed me to a lot of great bands growing up. Michael Jackson uh, was one of my favorites, and Mariah Carey. And so I think vocally, them Michael and Mariah and any Disney song. Those are the three M's: Mickey, Michael, and Mariah. Those are my three. M's that inspired me vocally, but uh, but literally, I just I love it all. And uh, of course, in the and when I was young, DC Talk, Newsboys, Audio Adrenaline, uh, you know, Switchfoot, uh, Jars of Clay, Third Day. I, I could go on and on and on. But those bands yeah. uh, really had some incredible, incredible albums around '96 and and those years. And, and they they got me through uh, high school and a lot of a lot of tough times. My parents divorced in high school, and and I found solace in in Christian music and. What those words meant and what God was saying. So, so yeah, a lot of a lot of inspiration. Not to dive deep, but with divorce, do you have any advice for kids Man. that are listening that their parents have sure. recently divorced, or they feel that maybe that's going to happen? Do you have any advice for those kids? Man, I, I, I it's hard to say that. Uh, it's hard to even go back to that time because it hurt so bad. It was kind of a blindsided thing. Uh, and my parents still love me uh, deeply, mom and dad both. And and uh, and I, I, I'm blessed in so much as you know, even at Christmas and Thanksgiving, I still get to see both of them. But uh, but it, it's tough when it when it happens. Uh, I would encourage you to know it's not your fault. And I think that that was something that I struggled with. If I would have been better, could have helped out here. I could have done more chores or whatever whatever it is you say. Uh, just know it's not your fault. Um, that, uh, that 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 and that you still have a father that loves you, and I think that that's what happened. I was 16, and the, the night that it happened, I I just drove off in my car, and uh, I didn't even know I shouldn't have been driving. I was in a terrible state, but 
but God just showed me through the radio that night um, all these songs that reminded me that I was his and uh, the next day at school I, I remember talking to a girl and she's like I can't even believe you're here I wouldn't be here what is it that you have that I don't and at the moment, at that time, I thought I didn't have anything, but, but I, I did realize I still had God. And so I got to share with her, you know, hey, I, I think it might be that, that I, love, I love Jesus, and that's the only reason I'm here, and, and, and he's, he's getting me through this day because there's no other reason I should have been there. And I got to invite her to church. And, and so it, it was an amazing thing that I got to do in one of my darkest times. But, but I just know that a lot of people are going through the same thing, uh, that, that divorce is an ugly, ugly thing. Uh, it's never what God intended, but what it is is it's an opportunity for, uh, for you to uh, it, realize who you are, that you're a child of God and that he loves you. Totally. No, thanks for sharing. Yeah, no problem. Wow. So coming out this next <coughs> month of March, um, what are you looking forward to as a band for March? Man, March is exciting. We're going to be in a lot of great places for Winter Jam. Uh, we play a lot of NBA arenas in March, it looks like. And I love I love basketball. I love sports. And uh, we, we get to go to my hometown in Indianapolis. Uh, I, I'm from Terre Haute, Indiana, but not far from Indy. Play, play where the Pacers play. And, and so March is just going to be a great time on Winter Jam. It, it starts to get warm. And uh, my friend Ashley says it said it best. This was yesterday was the first warm day on Winter Jam, and she said it felt like recess at school. And they like everybody was outside throwing the football, and and so I think this March, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get some warmer weather, and it'll just kind of rejuvenate everybody because it's been a long winter, but it's it's been a great winter too. Uh, but but when that when that spring comes, you know, it's just a time of rejuvenation and and, uh, and reminding ourselves about about you know Easter Easter's right around the corner, and uh, and it's great because we have Jam Church on Sunday mornings, and, and we had it today, and. It's just good to get filled up and, and to have this community of, of uh, believers and people that just love on each other. That's that's why I love this this, this tour. Mm-hmm. How can we, as fans, I'm totally a fan, how can we be praying for you guys as a band? Man, um, definitely um, physical health, uh, you know, with, with my voice and, and uh, you know, everybody get, like, gets sick and then everybody gets sick. But, uh, but you know, definitely that. And then, and then away from home, time away from family. I'm not married, but, uh, but some of the guys are in the band. Justin, our drummer, has three beautiful kids. And it's never easy to say goodbye to that. And so, uh, but it's, it's what we feel we've been called to do. So just that, that reminder. And then the third thing, I think, just to, for us to be open for God to... to show us where we need to to pour into so like some days you wake up and uh, you might be pessimistic or you might just uh, um, you know you might just not feel good and then but I think it's at those times that if you can get up and go um, at your weakest he is stronger you know he's strongest and, and uh, there's been a lot of days when you didn't feel like going up and talking uh, you know talking to people afterwards like midnight late after the show but then you go up and you sign autographs and somebody will share a story that changes your life and and so those are the kinds of things that this we would just be willing I think that uh, it, it's it's tough uh, a lot of people see us on stage and and you know singing about Jesus but but we we're human too and we get we get tired and so I just pray that um, that those folks that see us continue to pray God let them be humble let them be uh, loving and and that that'll go a long way um, fun question. What TV shows? I know. Maybe yeah. you're not a TV watcher. <clears throat> uh, my, my roommate is. So by proxy, um, I'm in the room when he is, and I started watching some shows. But, yeah. Yeah, I love the Goldbergs, which yes, is fun. It's got that. such a good heart. And, and there's always, like, this warm moment at the end. And I grew up in the 80s, too, so it's a very 80s-based show. But I love that show. But, I love uh, that show. Yeah, I don't know. My, my roommate loves Survivor. And I... Survivor's one that if I didn't know it was on, I wouldn't watch it. But then when you watch one episode, you're like, okay, I'm hooked now. I, 
who's going to win this? Who's going to play the game? And uh, but no, I love I love a, a lot of uh, a lot of TV shows. Been watching like all the like Smallville, like the old. Superman show. Uh, my roommate begged me to watch it, uh, but my favorite my favorite TV show of all time is Lost, and uh, that was that was my jam. And people might not like how it ended. I won't spoil it. It could have been better. It could have wrapped that up better. But those characters, man, I, I fell in love with them, and I feel like I am Hurley from Lost uh, most of the time. So <laughs> uh, for festivals, because we're excited to have you the Alive Christian Music Festival yes. this summer. We are so Always pumped. Great. Always great to be there. We yeah. love that. Well, thank festival. you. We're yeah. really we're super excited to have you guys um, what do you like about festivals what's your favorite memory from a festival um man festivals are another chance for community i think a lot of times like a lot of the bands once winter jam's over it's kind of like school's out you know if you if you think of march as recess uh then that means our senior year's almost here when when april hits the first of april you know everybody goes on their own separate tours and with festivals you get a chance in the summer to come back and say oh we're playing with uh you know david crowder again let's let's go and, and catch up with him. Let's we're, let's catch up with for King of Country and those guys. And it, and it's great uh, camaraderie backstage. Uh, but then on stage, there's so many people um, out there that are excited to be there, excited to see the the incredible diversity of worship. And I think that's you know that's what's great about Winter Jam. It's also what's great about festivals is, you know, you might have a, a, a somebody with rapping. You have Red, who's like pyrotechnic galore. Then you have David Crowder, who does a hoedown. Then you got uh, us bringing the worship and 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 all these different bands and elements uh, all all tie together to show what a beautiful creation Jesus has given us. We can worship him in so many different ways. And even at festivals, uh, it's so hot often. And there, But there's people out there that are like, that are, are just so excited to be there. I think if you're there at a live festival, uh, you know, you're going to feel that in the air too, that it's just, it's a big family. And, and I hope that, I hope that that's what the crowd feels as well. Even if it's, if it's too hot or raining, who cares? We're out there worshiping Jesus. So. No. Well, thank you so much for your time today. We'll be praying for you. Thank you. Um, I guess a fun last question to end on. Mm-hmm. What is the snack? that you guys love to have on the bus? Man, we have all sorts. We have an incredible fan base. And so back in the day, Ben would always ask for Sour Patch Kids. And so we, have, we do have a lot of them. Uh, but uh, and our, our bass player loves goldfish. They're, they like fishes because they're so delicious. Um, and, but the one thing, I would say the most, the most um, consumed thing on our bus is LaCroix water. You know what LaCroix water is? Yes, I do. It's, yeah, I do. it's crazy because I thought I was the only one that would like it. I'd stop drinking soda. But LaCroix is like a natural, like bubbly water with like lime or grapefruit, all these different flavors. And I, I used to buy like two six packs and, and then they would last a week. My buddy Dan and I would drink them. Now, everybody on our bus is drinking them and I, I, I'm going broke. I'm going broke from LaCroix. But, uh, I like no. them. They kind of taste to me because I do like pop. Yeah, exactly. A, I have oh, to if you're a soda myself. drinker, it is completely It tastes like 7-Up uh, like and then they took away the sugar. There you go. It's a good thing. <laughs> my mom said it's like uh, Alka-Seltzer if it was even worse. <laughs> That's what my mom yeah. says. So it's definitely a love-hate thing but I found on our bus uh, because you know you get you get tons of great sweets. Like to this week we had somebody gave us cupcakes, uh, cake pops, uh, Girl Scout cookies, and sugar cookies, and so they're all sitting on the bus next to the Lacroix water. And so I think after you eat something like that, you're like, I need I need a non-sugar drink. <laughs> and uh, but uh, no, it's uh, so. But we love we love it all on the bus. We got chips and salsa also would be them. So we should two. we should all send you Lacroix. <laughs> Lacroix or and chips and salsa. That's that would make our lives uh, a great a great you know. Thanks so much. No, thank you so much. Thanks. The things of earth are teeming in the light.
So I'm here with Darren with We Are Messengers, and we're at Winter Jam in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And you guys are going to perform tonight. Are you excited? Stoked. We've uh, loved Ohio. Everything about the Ohio shows is. Yeah. Um, it's been really beautiful. It's been a hunger for God. There's been an honesty and a, a vulnerability in the people that that is rare. That's what they've been really special. Yeah. How do you prepare for a show? What does that look like for you? Yeah, for me, I usually get a little bit nervous around an hour before a show. Um, so then I get my guys in the band and we pray. And we just, it's, it's the same prayer that I pray when I wake up in the morning. And I just say, God, what do you want me to do today? Because sometimes I don't feel like singing. Sometimes I don't feel like waking up, to be honest. Like, that's just real life. But when I ask God what he wants to do, um, he always fills us with purpose. So about 20 minutes before the show, we'll sit and we'll pray. And, um, you know, we'll just encourage each other. And we know that when we step on the stage, God has work set out before us, before we get there to do. Totally. Is there a scripture that you kind of have in your, yeah. tucked away in your heart for this whole tour? Yeah, it's... it's that same when we have a single out at the moment called Everything Comes Alive and it's based in Ephesians 2 right, where it says that I was once dead in my sin but God being rich in mercy and because of his great love has made me alive um, and then that, that passage goes on to talk about that we were saved not by uh, works but through grace by faith and that God has appointed these works for us to do before the dawn of time so part of being at Winter Jam or being at the festivals, being at Live is going to be, God has appointed that work before. I knew who he was eight years ago, and he knew we were going to be here doing this work. Totally. So tell us about Darren. Who is Darren? I mean, that's, that's a loaded question, yeah. but where are you from? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm from Ireland, uh, a place called Monaghan. It's nobody, it's, I grew up in a village of like 70 people, and it's up, tucked away in the north of Ireland. Um, yeah, I've had a long life, much longer than what we can discuss here, but essentially... <laughs> we'll do uh, another podcast, just of your life we'll story. We'll do, that's worth it. But essentially, we, um, my girlfriend um, came to God about nine years ago, and I was a really bad man, and she told me about Jesus, and over a few months, just before we got married, uh, I fell in love with God, uh, she forgave me of everything I'd ever done, and then I realized that Jesus actually, instead of just being someone that could forgive me of my sins and make me clean, I realized that he loved me um, in her actions and through her actions. Um, so and since then, me and my wife, my kids, we've just went everywhere God has said to go. And uh, God told us to come to Nashville for this record deal with Word Records. Um, we're evangelists and missionaries. We believe that songs allow us to have conversations with people. and that those songs allow people to have conversations with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe the world just needs some more conversations and things would be a lot better. Mm-hmm. What does a day um, with your wife and your kids <laughs> look like? What's a fun day for you guys? Uh, right now, it's absolutely crazy. We've got a six, four, and a three-year-old. So a day for us looks like getting up, trying to get three kids ready for school, uh, the kids shouting at us a lot. Us trying not to shout at our kids and trying to love them the way God has loved us. Um, super challenging, but there is so... Again, you go back to God and I think about how God loved me. I don't think I understood exactly how God loved me until I had my kids. And now I see it in them because... You know, even when they're standing out in the garden, I'm always looking at them. I'm infatuated by them. I just want them to come and want me and want to hold my leg. 
And I think that's how God is with us. He's just waiting for us to come and want to be with him and shower our affection on him. So our days may look messy and crazy, but they're filled with just magic, you know. What about you guys do date nights? What are your date nights Yeah, like? our, our date nights have become Wednesday morning. Uh, so we get home from Winter Jam Monday afternoon. And then Wednesday morning, our kids go to school, all of them. So my wife and I, we go to this little coffee shop in Franklin, Tennessee called Meredith's. I have French toast. She has a bacon and egg sandwich. I have a cappuccino. She has a coffee. And we just, we try and talk and reconnect. Um, because it can be difficult to stay connected when I'm going so much. Yeah. What does your wife do? Does she get to stay home or does she do some yeah. other things? My, my wife is awesome. She, Without her, I wouldn't have known Jesus. Without her, I wouldn't have been playing Christian music. Without her, I wouldn't have came here. And I know that's God working through her. But anything that she ever loved doing, such as singing and working in human resources, she gave up um, those things so that God could continue to work through me and through us. Um, so she's always been the one that has sacrificed the things that she has loved for us. And again, I go back to it, um, she's a type of Jesus for me. I see Jesus in her sacrifice and her love and her willingness to give herself away for us. How can we, um, final question here, thank you for sharing no? so much. And I definitely, you said you're an evangelist. I can see that. That is a gifting of yours for sure. Well. Just, um, telling everyone about the goodness of God mm. and that's such an encouragement so we are so excited to have you at the Alive Festival thank you um, hope that you just have a great time there we're excited to have you how can we be praying for you guys as a band what yeah. can we be lifting up as fans mm. I'm a fan how can we be praying for you guys <laughs> um, I think pray that we would never never think anything of ourselves we would never start to think that as men we were good men um, because there's only one that's good and that's God but that we would understand his grace and his goodness and his love for us. And that would be our joy and our portion. And then practically pray for, you know, pray for my wife and my kids that, um, that God gives them everything they need when I'm not there. Um, and just practical things, just pray for continued provision, continued opportunities. Uh, like I know at the moment our single is racing up the charts and that's great. But we're not the type of band that are craving any kind of commercial success. But if we get it, we'll use it. We'll use it like nobody you've ever met in your life. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really enjoyed our conversation. And once again, we are so excited to have you at the Alive Festival. Thank you. I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. I had such a great time recording this at the Winter Jam in Cleveland. This next part, we kind of jump right into conversation. This is me talking with Joel Smallbone from the band for King and Country. I hope you enjoy. How you doing? I'm I'm going. <laughs> yeah, how's life? I'm going. You know, it's funny. I I, uh, I was up to a four this morning, which on tour, it's you know, we don't play till eleven. Or, at night on this tour. every night well not every night tonight will be closer to probably 9 30 or 10 but thursday friday it's close to 11 so you play for 35 40 minutes and then you go up and say hello to people for an hour or two and before you know it it's like it's one or two in the morning and and you 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 know you kind of <laughs> and then you got to wind down so 
Uh, How do you do that? Well, I didn't do it very well last night because I worked till about 3.30. So that didn't <laughs> wind, you wind work me on? down. I worked on... So we're right, right in the middle of this priceless film. We, we shot a film last year in August and September in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And... Uh, sort of centered around a woman's worth about men being chivalrous in a relationship which is something we've spoken about a lot as a band as, as, as you know and so we we filmed it but that's the beginning right so you've got all this footage and we're really over i acted in it we we kind of came up with the synopsis and the idea and the we compiled a bunch of stories and our brother ben directed it as as you just saw and and so we're editing it we're helping we're scoring it we're working on artwork and we're right in the thick of like just establishing all the right relationships. We've got a film festival in Puerto Rico next week. And so uh, I was working, long story long, I was working on a, uh, a sort of mock-up cover last night yeah. at 3.45. I have a question for you. So you're married I am. to an amazing woman named Mariah. True story. And she's also a Christian singer. Yeah. And she just came out with her music video, Brave. Yes. Which was awesome. I'm glad you liked how, it. I did. I love it. How how do you make time for marriage? Do you have any mm. advice for anyone? Not even just because of you being an artist mm. and touring and everything you're doing. I think a lot of people, they have work and they're creative. But how do you make time for marriage? What does that look yeah. like for you? How she do you comes, love on She her? comes out a lot. And, and a lot of times, particularly when it's a busy time for us both, we'll kind of, we, we'll dictate our schedules a little bit around each other. So she's touring, I'm touring. How does this function? How, how do we see one another? And we made a pact to not go more than two weeks without seeing one another. That's a big one. So she was even talking on the phone last night. And she was like, she was all proud. She said, You'd be really proud of me. I said, why? Because I, I was going to go to L.A. for three weeks to spend time with her parents. Her parents are out in Los Angeles. She said, but I'm not because we have our two-week pact. And I said, that's great, darling. I, and, and I think the other thing, too, is when we go home... Uh, sorry for invading your space, Mike. Uh, when, when we go home, we're home. You know, like, full-on... Tomorrow I won't do anything. I'll just completely... I'll put my phone away. And that's a big thing, too, is that if you don't... I find that particularly in modern society when everything is so readily accessible all the time, if you don't just get really good at saying no, like I'm not available, I'm, I'm gone, I'm sorry, uh, then I think you, she in the past I found will ends up feeling that or I end up feeling that. I'm second fiddle, I'm not part of this equation, I'm not sacrificing, she's not sacrificing. That time at home is very precious, but we try to spend as much time together as we, yeah. as we possibly can. What do, you, what do you love most about your wife? Wow, what do I love most? Man, I love so many things about her. I love the fact that when we first met, she asked me, this was in the first week of meeting, she said, why do you talk like that? And I said, what, what, what do you mean? And she said, well, do you think it's cool or something that you have an accent? And I was like, you know, usually this is sort of in the past, this has worked with young ladies, you know, this, this whole accent thing. And she was so unimpressed with me that it was very attractive. It was like, oh, gee, and she wasn't trying to be snobby about it. She was just like, oh, this is, you know, uh, this is, uh, this, I, I'm, not, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid here. And I, I, honestly, it's funny. That's one of the things I really have always appreciated about it. She is not impressed. 
and I, I, I knew that in music and in the stage and all the rest of it, I think partly her being a musician helps this. It's just not, it's not impressive. Um, she is such a caring person too. And she's a, she's a feeler. Like I'm a scheduler, I'm a methodical thinker, I'm thinking two weeks ahead, and she is right here, right now with you, and nothing else exists other than this. And I love that. I love that about just how she gives, speaking of being present, she's so present in that moment. You know, she, she'll lose a phone. I joke with her because two or three times a day she'll be like, where is my phone? And like it's someone else's fault. It's like, darling, you lost your phone. You definitely lost your phone. But I could go on and on. She's a, she's a wonderful, she's definitely my, my better half. No, I think it's just so important because you guys talk a ton about men. Yeah. Just, you know treating women with respect loving women mm. um, and I just it's fun to hear about your wife and just hear how you love her and it's just exciting oh very so much so how can we be praying for you guys as a band mm. movie coming out yeah. touring so much is happening how can we pray for you guys well this this film is we felt it every step of the way we felt both the need for it and we felt the attacks on it um, it's it's an important message. It's a message we've been sharing about really since the beginning of the band. And, and it's been remarkable to see everything from the talent and the actors that signed up to the producers that worked with to even now when we're talking about how we're going to release the film to the people that are coming out of the woodwork saying, we're in this with you. But I, I really want to make sure that you know, the heart of it is right, which I think it is, but, but also that we, that we find the right but it lands in the right spot, ultimately, and we release it up to God. So this is, a, as I said earlier, this is a very pinnacle moment for that. So prayers for how this, that this film will impact and we just have wisdom mm-hmm. in, in the next steps. Um, families, obviously, always a big one. Just, you know, it's such an incredibly... I, I find that, you know, the enemy is out to attack and I can go through a very long list of the ways he's attacked every one of our wives on this road and in turn attacked us because he knows that's the you take my wife you know out of the equation or she's ill or she's unhappy or she's affected in some way it knocks me off my feet and uh, so for our wives for our families would be another major prayer mm-hmm. thank you go through what are all the wives names so, okay. we, can, so we can pray for them so um, <laughs> Luke's wife is Courtney my sister-in-law and uh, there's five guys in the band. Timmy Jones, his wife is Jessie. We call Timmy the Duke. Uh, Benjamin Backus, his wife is Lindsay. Uh, Blake Kanika is Brittany. And Mark Campbell uh, is Kaylin. And then and I'm oh, Mark, uh, Stephen Lynch. Uh, and his dear wife is Cassidy. That's the, that's the band wives. I'm praying for them. All right, one with the fun question here. What is the snack that for King and Country will send you the snack? Yes. What is your favorite I'm gonna hold you snack to that. as a band? <laughs> and we'll have it at a live because you're coming to the live yes. festival. We're so excited to have you at a live this summer. But also all your fans can send you the snack because the whole band loves it. So what is it? I can't speak with authority for all of us because like seven dudes, we're pretty particular. But a lot of us really like seaweed snacks. Have you ever had them? No. Ooh. 
Let me tell you. Like seaweed from the ocean. Yes. Okay. Just go to like, you have to go to like Whole Foods or, you know, Trader Joe's, something like that. Um, Do you shop at Aldi? No, but my mum does. And she loves it. It's amazing. Yeah. So. She even drives to the other side of town to shop at Aldi. It's just... It's, I don't know if she does anymore, but she It's did. so affordable. Yeah. Seaweed snacks. Seaweed snacks. Okay. Strange, yeah. I know. Awesome. But thanks so much. Thank you. Pleasure. Fix my eyes on your